Welcome to Awake, the bugle call, Reveille. It's the U.S. Army's call to wake up, get ready to face the day, and to prepare for battle. God's clarion call is in Ephesians 5.14. Therefore, he says, Awake, you who sleep. Arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. This call is to Christians who are spiritually asleep and therefore resemble the spiritually dead. The call is to wake up and receive light or revelation from God. The purpose and goal of Awake is to equip you to be an overcomer in the last days, the time immediately prior to the return of Jesus for his church. Ephesians 6, 16-17 says, Above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one, and take the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Now here is Bill Backaby with a faith lesson for you from the Word of God. Welcome to Awake. I'm Bill Backaby, and today I want to talk to you about our life's missions. I say are, because I'm talking about both my life mission and your life mission. Ephesians 2, verses 8 to 10. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. This text from Ephesians says that God saved us, that is, redeemed us from an eternity in hell, to give us a future in heaven, and that he did it not because we deserved it or earned it, but rather he did it out of love. Today we're talking about the subject of empowered. And first we want to begin by talking about God's love. John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. We were saved by and because of the love of God, who sacrificed his son on a cross to redeem us, and we all have a purpose in life. Let's look at Ephesians 2.10 once again. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Just as we are all individuals and individually different, our works are all different, assigned by God to fit our individual personalities, strength, and life experiences. However, we all have the same general assignment. That is that there is one assignment, that applies to all of us as believers. And that assignment is make disciples. After his resurrection from the dead, Jesus appeared to the disciples several times and somewhere between the 40th day after his resurrection and the 50th day, Jesus spoke to the assembled disciples from the Mount of Olives. And there are several scripture passages that address this event. Luke 24, verse 49. Behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. Acts 1.8. 
but you shall receive power when the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, and in Judea, and in Samaria, and to the end of the earth. Matthew 28, verses 18 to 20. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. In these passages, Jesus was speaking from the Mount of Olives to the eleven apostles, along with about five hundred other disciples. Paul said that Jesus was seen of over five hundred persons at that time. Jesus' commandment to them was to go and make disciples of all nations. That includes you and I, both as having become disciples and then turning around and making disciples. But note the cautionary admonishment. Don't go until you receive power from on high, which will come from the Holy Spirit. Also note that Jesus said in Matthew 28, 18-19, All authority in heaven and earth has been given to Jesus. He truly is Lord or Master. And he said, Go therefore. Lawyers have confirmed to me that this wording comprises a delegation of his authority, a power of eternity to exercise Jesus' authority as we labor, to accomplish this commission. This passage is known as the Great Commission. Jesus has commissioned us to go in his authority. Let's look at one more passage from Jesus' final exhortation from the Mount of Olives. Mark 16, verses 15 to 16. And he said to them, Go into the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. This is known as the great commandment. Jesus commands us to go and preach to every creature. Everything has been created, rocks, trees, buildings, animals, and of course, people. Personally, I believe that the word creature is used so that we won't attempt to determine which people are worthy to hear. Jesus said, preach to them all. This commandment was given to the 500 plus at the Mount of Olives and to all subsequent converts of di or disciples, including you and me. But Jesus didn't stop at this. His exhortation goes on. Mark 16, verses 17 to 18. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name they will cast out demons, they will speak with new tongues, they will take up serpents, and if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them, they will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. Notice what this says. It says that supernatural signs will follow them that believe. Now the majority of churches and preachers will tell you that this applied only to the eleven original disciples. No, it applied to all the 500 who were listening to Jesus. And if verses 15 and 16 apply to current-day believers, 
then logically verses 17 and 18 also apply to us. I believe that verse 17 should be interpreted this way, and these signs will follow those who believe that these signs will follow them. Look at Mark 16:20, And they went out and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word through the accompanying signs, Amen. When they preached, the Lord confirmed the word preached by working healings, deliverances, and miracles. Let me tell you a story from my early days as a believer. I had become saved and filled with the Holy Spirit. That will be the subject of the next episode, and was regularly reading the Bible. I was an army officer, and one of my subordinates named Jim and I were participating in a war game exercise. We were sleeping in the back of a large army truck on army cots. I'd purposely left some Christian literature scattered around the truck. As we were getting ready to sleep, Jim commented on the literature, and I told him that I had become a believer. A few minutes after that, we laid on our cots. Jim explained, oh, I just got a headache. I get these terrible migraine headaches, and they last for days. The pain is excruciating. I have medicine for it, but the medicine gives me a hangover. I don't know which is worse, the medicine or the hangover. I thought for a moment and said, Jim, I've read in the Bible that I can lay hands on you and pray for you and you'll be healed. I've never seen it done, but I've read it in the Bible. Jim thought for a moment and responded, what have I got to lose? Let's try it. I laid hands on Jim's forehead and prayed, be healed in Jesus' name. We laid back down, and in about two minutes, Jim exclaimed, it's gone. It's totally and absolutely gone. We called it the miracle of exercise brave shield. Jim would give his testimony, and I would share the gospel with them. Jim and I were a team. These signs will follow them that believe that these signs will follow them. If you don't believe it, the signs won't follow. God has sent us out to work in his vineyard, but he didn't send us out unequipped. He has empowered us to do the work. We've just seen that Jesus gave the great commandment, go ye, and the great commission, delegated power and authority to the apostles, the 500, and ultimately to us. Let me give you some scriptures that confirm this. These verses are from Jesus' high priestly prayer at the Last Supper, the Passover meal that he ate with the disciples before being crucified. John chapter 17, verse 18. As you sent me into the world, I also have sent them into the world. Jesus said he was sending out the disciples as the Father had sent him out. So the question is, how did the Father send Jesus out? As I'll give scripture to support this, the Father sent Jesus out as a human man, albeit a sinless one because of the virgin birth, filled with and empowered by the Holy Spirit. Philippians 2, 6 and 7. 6. Who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but made himself nothing, taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men. English Standard Version. In verse 7, the phrase, made himself nothing in the Greek, says that Jesus emptied himself of all of his godlike attributes and prerogatives because he didn't cling to those attributes, as it said in verse 6. Why? 
because he became a man like us, albeit a sinless man. He came this way to demonstrate what an empowered man or woman could do. Luke 3, verses 21 and 22. When all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also was baptized, and while he prayed, the heaven was opened, and the Holy Spirit descended in bodily form like a dove upon him, and a voice came from heaven which said, You are my beloved Son, in you I am well pleased. Just as Jesus commanded the disciples and us to wait for the Holy Spirit who, who would empower them and us. Acts 1.8 But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria to the end of the earth. So Jesus himself waited for the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. He did not enter into ministry until after he was baptized by John and empowered by the Holy Spirit. If you carefully read the Gospels, you will find that Jesus did nothing supernatural until after he had received the Holy Spirit. Let's look at what Jesus said after receiving the Holy Spirit. Luke chapter 4 verses 18 and 19 the spirit of the lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor he sent me to heal the brokenhearted to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind to set at liberty those who are oppressed to proclaim the acceptable year of the lord god the father willed it this way to demonstrate through his son Jesus, how a human being empowered by the Holy Spirit should live, and what a spirit-filled man or woman could do. Again, the supernatural followed Jesus receiving the Holy Spirit, and Jesus himself publicly announcing that signs would follow his ministry. John 17, verse 20, again from the High Priestly Prayer. I do not pray for these alone, but also for those who believe in me through his word. In this portion of his high priestly prayer, Jesus said that this applies to all believers down through time. That is, we are also sent as the disciples, the 11 apostles were sent, to be empowered and to go. What is it that we are empowered to do? Matthew 10, verses 1, 7, and 8. And when he had called his twelve disciples to them, he gave them power over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease. And as you go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. Freely you have received, freely give. Luke 9, 2 he sent them to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. Luke 10, 9. And heal the sick there and say to them, The kingdom of God has come near to you. Luke 10, 19. Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Jesus called his disciples, that includes us, to do the same works he did. Preach, that simply means to proclaim or tell, not necessarily to stand in a pulpit. 
it could be one-on-one, -on -one, to heal, to cast out devils, and to raise the dead. Luke 4, 18 and 19 also apply to us after we receive the power from the Holy Spirit. These works are not done in our power. That very idea is very intimidating, but in and through the power of the Holy Spirit. Our job is simply to tell, and if someone is sick, to lay hands on them. The results are the responsibility of the Holy Spirit. But if no one lays hands on the sick, then no one gets healed through the laying on of hands. You and I are to go, tell, and lay hands on the sick, and leave the results to God. Many believers are afraid to do these things because they feel that they'll lose respect if the person they pray for is not healed. Once you mention the name of Jesus, you've already lost respect. In the eyes of the world, the lost, you're a weirdo, a religious kook. So what have you got to lose? It's not your reputation that's at stake. It's God who promised that signs and wonders would follow. It's his reputation at stake. Next episode, we'll talk about receiving power from and of the Holy Spirit. I'd like to close with my traditional benediction, Acts 20.32. So now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among all those who are the sanctified. God bless. Jesus asked in Luke 18, 8, When the Son of Man comes, will he really find faith on the earth? Friend, if you are not sure if you are saved, you can be sure. You can change or ensure your eternal destiny by repenting. That means turning toward God and declaring it with your mouth. Just pray along with me. I believe in my heart that Jesus is the Son of God. He was crucified for my transgressions. He was buried, and God raised him from the dead. Jesus, come into my heart and be the Lord of my life. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. If you just prayed this from your heart, your eternal destiny is in heaven. Awake is an outreach of Bill Backaby Ministries and the Word of Grace Church, a 501c3 organization. Again, our goal here at Awake is to help ensure that Jesus will find faith on the earth when he returns. Help us by telling your friends and relatives and neighbors, saved and unsaved, to join us on Awake.